Episode 18. What is energetic sales? Hi, I'm Ruth Elizabeth Hancock, and welcome to Work Your Energy, a podcast all about how to thrive in this energetic universe that we live in, in our business and in our life. So what is energetic sales? Well, in a nutshell, it's about being aware of what energy you are really sending out there, what you are really selling to people, and what you are really saying to people. It's about your intentions, your true intentions of why you are selling this, why you are saying this, and also about your emotions. What is the emotional energy that you are sending out there? What are the thoughts that you are sending out there? Your true thoughts. And this we need to bear in mind that our mind is like an iceberg and 95% of it is hidden underneath the water, known as the subconscious mind which we don't have conscious access to. So most of the time, we're sending out thoughts or even beliefs, belief structures, limiting beliefs, societal beliefs, whatever these may be, we're often sending out a whole load of conditioning, programming or beliefs that are not even ours and we're not aware of what we're really sending out because it's hidden away in our subconscious mind. Of course, there are surface-level beliefs, such as do you really believe in what you are selling? Does what you are selling fit with your core values, your core beliefs about things? What emotional state are you in when you're picking up the phone? Why are you selling what you're selling? All these sorts of questions, these are more conscious questions, but when we look at the unconscious, and the subconscious mind, there's a whole array of things in there that we are broadcasting without knowing it. And it's only by getting into the subconscious mind and start figuring out what's in there, do we become acutely aware of what we're really sending out and what we're really selling when we're talking to people. In one of my first jobs after leaving school, I used to sell classified advertising for a large newspaper in the city where I was living. In the team that I was working in, there were two of us who were quite good at selling, but we both approached sales from a very different stance. I have always had to believe in what I'm selling, and if I don't believe in it, I can't sell it. It's a fundamental part of who I am. And when I used to be selling to people, I truly believed that classified advertising was something that could absolutely change their business and increase their sales. When I discovered that this wasn't necessarily true, I lost my belief in classified advertising and therefore found myself moving on to new pastures. However, the other person who was good at sales used to sell from a very different point of view, and that was that he only wanted to make money. He didn't care about anything else at all. He was totally focused on making money and he would do whatever it takes to do this. He was so focused on this and he made good sales, but he did not make good friends. And in the end, he ended up moving on to new pastors as well. Now, when you look at these two stories and you look at the intention behind it, both of us 
were good at selling and were able to sell quite a lot and certainly hit our targets. But we came at it in a completely different way. Our intentions were very, very different. I see money as energy and energy as high vibrational energy, which is love. So in a sense, you could say that money is love because it is a pure energy. And when we're working from a place of love or a place of heart, then we are flowing the energy in that high vibrational place. And I have found that selling in this higher vibrational place where you are selling to help others, you are serving others, you are helping people to, to do things in a, a better way for their life, I find this allows us to tap into the higher vibrational platform of creation and thus use our energy to drive our sales forward. And as you can imagine, when you're thinking about the energy of what you're really selling, it's easier to sell a tangible product than it is to sell yourself. And in the world of coaching, it is often very hard to sell oneself, especially as we are multidimensional beings and we are not one thing. We are many, many different things. As a coach, we are often trying to sell ourselves and this, I think, is where the problems can arise because we are filled with a whole load of subconscious programming and limiting beliefs, maybe even low self-worth, lack of confidence, imposter syndrome. And so when we're talking about ourselves and trying to sell ourselves to people, then we're, we're often releasing a whole ton of limiting beliefs onto the world or onto the person in front of us who then feels either overwhelmed, sold to, or undervalued in some way. They feel that the sales call is not about them, it is about the person. And in a sense, they could be right, which is why I always say to people to create a product of some sort so that you can sell a product, something tangible. It's easier to sell. You're no longer selling yourself and all the limiting beliefs that come with you, or the belief structures that come with you. You're now selling a product which, which has tangible benefits and advantages that you can sell with it. So from an intentional point of view or conscious point of view, it's understanding your intentions behind why you are selling what you're selling and getting very, very clear on what that intention is. On an emotional level or metaphysical level, you could be sending out that argument you had with someone this morning or maybe even the divorce that you're currently going through, which is why the metaphysical world is always talking about the true energy of something. When we touch something, we're passing on our energetic imprint, the energy of ourselves. We're quantum entangling with people all the time, so we're always passing on an energetic frequency, an energetic vibration, or an imprint of the emotional state of where we are now. And if you truly don't believe in what you're selling, or it doesn't fit with your core values, then I highly recommend that you find something that you can believe in, because it is far easier to, to sell something that you truly believe in than selling it purely just because you're trying to make money. There's nothing wrong with selling something to make money, and there's, there's nothing wrong with wanting to make lots of money in your life. But money will only take you so far in life and at some point in your life you'll want to develop some genuine meaning, purpose and belief behind what you're doing as well.
Because this is how humans are made. As we evolve and grow, which we're doing continuously through our life, we start to develop some depth and we want to have more meaning in our life and do things in a more meaningful way. So I highly recommend starting to do that now. And we can do that using the seven points that I'm going to be talking about at the end of this episode today. Having this awareness of what we're really saying, of what our thoughts are really thinking, of what our emotions are really feeling, and what our beliefs are really doing, even to the extent of sabotaging us, observing ourselves in that way is something that I continuously do in my life now. And even now, I have to watch myself when I'm recording this podcast, and I have to ask myself if I'm getting caught up in some crusade or world injustice of some sort, because this is a core value of mine. If I allowed myself to do that, then every episode would be a rant about the injustices of the world. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I don't think it helps you very much. It's certainly going to connect with people who feel like having a rant that morning, and to a certain extent may be more successful, as anger, judgment and criticism sells. But it's not helping you to get back to a thriving life and business. So that is where I set my intentions for each episode to help you thrive. That doesn't mean I don't rant. I think I did a bit last week, actually, because I have a real problem with misinformation and religion. But on the whole, I try and stick to the point of the podcast, which is to help. And it's the same when you are selling. So before you pick up the phone to sell, what should you do? Well, here's seven things that you can start doing right now that will help you to be able to energetically sell in a better way and connect with your audience in a better way. So number one, set the intention for the call before you pick up the phone. What is it you're trying to achieve? Why are you selling this? What is it you're selling? Are you completely clear of the benefits of what you're selling? Do you passionately believe in what you're selling? I often pick up my phone to some salesperson who's obviously reading off a script and I always think to myself, why do companies still let their people do that? But of course, it's because they need to have a certain amount of people on the phones all the time because they're basing it on the average of 1-2% to of people will say yes depending on how many people you can get to speak to. And you can spot the different salespeople using this tactic on social media because they don't develop that rapport with you. They don't develop that relationship with you. They are literally playing the numbers game, which is the more people you can reach, 1-2% to of all the people that you reach will say yes. And I, I do understand that this makes sense, But I also don't think that these people understand about the energetic aspect of selling because selling is energy. It is a pure flow. And when you're tapping into the energy of love and you're pushing that out into the world instead, you use your energy instead. You use your energy to guide your business. You use your energy to grow your business. You use your energy to feel into your business. You feel into the energy of your business. It's all an energetic level, and to a certain extent, it exists in a different plane, a different realm to most of the, the, the way that the world are doing sales and marketing at the moment. 
I find building true rapport with people to be far more meaningful, to allow me to enjoy my business a lot more and allow me to create meaningful connections and relationships, which again makes me feel happier and this in turn creates good energy. So I prefer to use the energetic way of growing my business and doing my sales. It keeps me happy and it allows me to find true purpose and fulfillment in my day-to-day -day life or my day-to-day -day business. But if this doesn't work for you, I totally understand and you need to do what resonates with you at this point in your journey. Number two, connect with your true beliefs about what you are selling. Do you really believe in it? Do you wholeheartedly believe in it? I have a friend who is a sales and marketing director for a very large charity. And I often used to say to him, what's the difference between working for a charity and working for another big corporation? And he would always say, there isn't really any difference. You still get all the same problems, you get all the same headaches, you get all the same everything. The only difference is, is that I believe in what I'm doing. Every day when I show up for work, I know that what I'm doing has meaning and fulfillment for me and for the greater world that I live in. And this is what drives him and allows him to work in this environment. So he could be a sales and marketing director anywhere, but he wants to be a sales and marketing director in an organization that fits with his beliefs. And I think many of us get to this point in our life where we want to do something meaningful. And we can do meaningful business in our own business as well as other people's business as well. When we lead from the heart and connect into our core values and our core beliefs around why we're doing something. Number three, be really clear. Do you understand exactly what their problem is and how you can help them? And if you can't help them, be ready to let them go and preferably point them into another direction somewhere so that you can give them, you can end the call on a positive note. Not everyone is going to be the right person to buy what you sell and not everyone is going to be the right person who's going to be the right person to work with you or for you to work with them. And this is something that you have to be really clear about. You can only understand who is not the right person for you when you are very clear about what you're selling who you are, why you're selling it, and who it's going to help. The more specific and focused that you are in what you're selling and why you're doing it, or your why, as Simon Sinek says, the more you'll be able to find other people who will be able to connect and relate to you. Number four, leave all the frustrations, annoyances, and desperations behind. If you're desperate to make money, then you'll be sending out desperation and maybe even suffering and pain if you've only got three days to pay your rent, for example. Most people will not buy into this desperation because as we've always been told, people can smell desperation. And the problem is, is that they can feel that it's not beneficial to them, that this sales call is not about them. It's not about you helping them. It's about you being desperate to make money so that you can pay your rent or that you can pay that bill or whatever it is you need to do. So you have to leave the desperation behind, leave the pain and suffering and struggle behind and focus on the person who you are selling to, the person who you are talking to. Focus completely on them, on their problems and do everything you can to solve their problems. 
Number five, get really heart focused and heartfelt. As I said before, money is energy and high energy is love. So on an attraction basis, get yourself to a place of love. This is why we're always being told to serve others. I choose to serve the universe, so you can choose to do that as well. It's whatever works for you. But we're here to help each other and serve each other. So get heartfelt with your sales and business and make it about other people. Number six, practice daily journaling. So you can find all of that self-sabotage, all of those limiting beliefs and ancestral and childhood traumas that we are all carrying around. Then once you start clearing them, which is as easy as creating awareness of them, then put the positive back in with mantras, positive affirmations, and gratitude lists. When you practice daily journaling, you're tapping into that 95% of your mind, the subconscious mind, that you don't have conscious access to, and you're helping yourself to find what's really in there, what you're really broadcasting out of your field, and what you're really sending out on an energetic level to the people around you. To quote a famous NLP coach, you can't see how you're self-sabotaging yourself, but everyone else can around you. And that's exactly it. You can't see what's in your subconscious mind, but your subconscious mind is how you'll be talking, thinking, feeling, acting, behaving. And this will dictate the people who are sitting in front of you. They will get all of your subconscious mind talking at them until you become aware of what's in your subconscious mind and you can start to observe what's in there so that you're not acting from that subconscious or unconscious part of you. You're acting from the conscious mind. And to do that, you get very specific, focused, you plan your call, you sit down, you understand what their problems are, you understand who you're talking to, you see this as a relationship exercise, not a selling at them exercise. You get really, really clear about who your audience is and then you work on solving their problem. And when you do that, you have true heartfelt intentions, which they can feel on the other side and they can also feel the love. And of course, that love will take you to the higher vibrational platform of creation. And from there, everything in your life is going to work better. You're then tapping into the, the natural laws of the universe, the natural laws of attraction. Number seven, remember that thoughts are energy and it's your emotions driving that energy. But there are many levels of emotions. Feel into what your thoughts are really saying to the person you're trying to sell to and really observe yourself in action. So observe yourself speaking to this person. If you like, you can see it as tapping into the higher conscious part of you, the super conscious mind, where you, it's like having a bird's eye view on your life and a bird's eye view of what you're saying. So you can sit in that higher plane, in that higher self, the super conscious part of you, and you can start to watch how you're acting. How are you selling? So you can imagine yourself like a quality assurance inspector who is monitoring the quality of your call, the quality of the relationship that you're building with that other person, the quality of how you're talking to that other person, and the quality of how present you are for that other person. Because of course, when we become more present and we're really listening and focusing in on the person that we're talking to, 
then we are automatically lifted out of all of our subconscious programming. We're lifted out of our subconscious mind. We become present and conscious. And at that point, then we are then listening and working with the person who is in front of us. They will feel listened to and understood. They will feel like that we really care about their problems because we do. And they will feel our true compassion towards them and wanting to help them and solve their problems. And this will drive them into saying yes. And lastly, how do we know if we're practicing energetic sales techniques or not? Well, look at how many conversions you've had. Look at how many sales you've managed to convert into a yes. If everyone is saying no to you, then it's time to observe yourself in action and start listening to how you're talking to people. Start listening to what you're really saying to them. Start listening to your feelings and emotions at that time and start listening to your heart and understanding if you're truly serving that person in the best way for them. Are you really working on building relationships with them? In my world, energetic sales is about heart, purpose, meaning, relationships, people. And I don't feel that bots are going to be able to replace that at this moment in time. I know that the technology companies of the world think that advanced technology can replace everything, but until they find a way for it to replace the heart, which I don't believe that they ever will, I don't think that technology can replace everything. And I don't think that sales is about a numbers game. I think it's about building genuine relationships centered around care, compassion, nurturing, and heart. And I can see from the thousands and thousands and thousands of people out there in the world talking about the heart, talking about being heart-focused, talking about being heart-centered, talking about building genuine relationships, talking about authentic marketing, talking about authentic leadership. I know wholeheartedly that I'm not alone in my thinking. Okay, so that's all for today, I think. Of course, reach out and ask any questions that you want to me on hello at ruthelizabethhancock.com or elizabeth at elizabethhancock.com, my two email addresses. And that's Elizabeth with an S, not a Z. You can also catch up with me on social media and I'm on at Work Your Energy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and at Work Your Energy on Twitter. In the meantime, have a great week and I look forward to catching up with you next week. Okay, take care. Bye.